During the first three years of a child's life, it's recommended that they see a pediatrician about a dozen times, and then on an annual basis after that. You're probably wondering why it's so important for a child to see one so often, but pediatricians play an important role in a child's development and well-being, and today we'll learn all about it. We're joined by Dr. Yemisi Imerawanu, and she's currently a pediatrician at Regional One Health. She's known by her patients as Dr. Yemi, and she aims to build genuine relationships with her patients to help them live healthier lives. Dr. Imerawanu, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate your time. Can you tell us a little bit more about the schedule for well-child visits for babies and adolescents and what parents can expect from their pediatrician at those visits? Good afternoon. Thank you, Mr. Chandra. Thank you for having me. It's really a pleasure. It's a good thing you mentioned that because when I listen to your intro, and that's one of the things I see on the billboards for Regional One, you know, taking care of tomorrows. And as you know, tomorrows, our children actually stand for every tomorrow. They have a lot of tomorrows, you know, for them. And so, hence the reason why Well Child Checkups it's very important, it's very vital for their growth and for their development. As far as expectations, like you rightly said, a lot of well-child visits periodically before they're two years old. And for each visit, as a pediatrician, I try and we try to assess how they're growing, how they're feeding, if there's any social issues that may be working against, you know, working favor or not in favor for the parent. If it's a first-time parent, if it's if there are other determinants that may deter their health, I also assess their milestones, their development. Again, like I mentioned, it's periodic. So certain things we will do for a one-month-old, we may not do for a one-year-old. So there are various lab works periodically that we do as well. We give the parents form to assess their development, their speech, their motor milestones. That's wonderful. So there are a number of things that you check for and you assess at these visits. It just really sounds like the reason for the frequency is that the child is developing so quickly. Is, is that correct? Yes, that's the reason because the child is developing so quickly. In the first two years of a child's life, and that's what I tell my mothers and my fathers when they come to the clinic, there's a lot of interaction with the environment, with their family, and so there's a lot of changes. And children, as you know, mentally, they soak up a whole lot. They see the environment. They grow very rapidly. And so it's very important for us as parents and as pediatricians to establish a healthy child right from the beginning as as young as three to five days old. And so the frequency of those visits is driven by that. It's driven by the fact there's a lot of growth. And we know as pediatricians, we have a lot of in-depth knowledge of that growth and that, uh, that development. And so we understand what they need physically, emotionally, and psychologically. And so we try to communicate it to their parents at every stage of growth. That totally makes sense to me. I guess just speaking more broadly, if a parent is listening to this, can you talk through some of the main benefits both the parent and the child get for actually scheduling and attending these appointments with a pediatrician like yourself, and also if there are any downsides to missing appointments? Thank you for that question. So, first of all, I'll start off by saying to that parent, I'll say, let's see it as, you know, helping create a good foundation for health. Because we've seen over time, and data suggests that 
for us to prevent adult diseases, you know, for us to prevent them from getting diseases as adults, it starts from childhood. Because there are a lot of factors we see as children that could also project into adulthood and then they have adult diseases, most commonly diabetes, hypertension. And so as pediatricians, what we assess for, I'll give an example to a parent. A five-year-old comes to the clinic to see me. One of the things that I assess for, I want to check his vision at that world child visit. I want to check his hearing. And let's remember that child is going to start, if not, start kindergarten soon. And then I want to assess his weight, his height, because I want to check his BMI. BMI is a simple tool we use to see if the child is obese. And so I do that. And I talk with the parent. And I, and I also want to know the family history. Those are things I'm trying to do to identify risk factors that may lead this child down the path of obesity and then high blood pressure and then diabetes. That is just an example of so many things that we screen for as children. Again, back to my first point, to create a good foundation of health because we know certain risk factors predispose children to adult diseases. And that's what we do here as pediatricians. And so what are the benefits for the, for the patient, for the parent? The benefit is you have that constant visit with your child's doctor. There's that open line of communication. You have the ability to ask questions or to verify issues. There are tools that we can give you for the child. We, you know, we're going to talk about it's feeding. We're going to talk about vaccines, which are very important. We're going to talk about how he's relating with his siblings or with the environment because we're trying to assess his social development. So those regular visits are very paramount so that we catch something very early and we start managing it as soon as possible to prevent any disease as the child grows up. So Dr. Amirawanu, you started to touch on this already, but can you speak to how seeing a child regularly helps you stay on top of chronic conditions? And I'd also love you to give some examples of chronic conditions that you see often and why that regular care is so important. So the most common chronic conditions I would see as a general pediatrician will be asthma. And we know that's one of the most chronic respiratory illnesses in childhood, developmental disabilities. And by that, I mean speech delay or autism, or ADHD, which are also common. Obesity is a very common situation issue right now you know, in the society, even with children. Depression. So those are some common things that I, I see in my office and I manage with the parent and with my team here in the clinic at Hollywood Primary Care. And so let me take asthma, for example, as a chronic condition. As a general pediatrician, oftentimes I, I work along with the parent and the child. We establish what the child is taking as far as inhalers or water medications. We also want to establish if mom or dad is compliant. Do they understand how to use it? Does the child understand how to use it? My expectation for a five-year-old that's asthmatic is different from a 16-year-old that's asthmatic. So there's a lot of communication and education in that. And oftentimes, I also work alongside a specialist doctor, the asthma doctor, because they would come to me more frequently. So I want to be sure to talk with the mom to understand, are you using it correctly? Are you using it as often as you use it? How many times do you need to go to the emergency room because of the asthma? Because that tells me as a pediatrician, the more often you go, then I know something, we're missing something as far as the medication. Do we need to increase the dose or do we need to, you know, get something more to help the child? 
I ask the mom, do we have any risk factors? Anything triggers these wheezing episodes? So those are the things we go through. And oftentimes I see them periodically, like every three months, every six months, we do certain screenings in the office. I may do a spirometry check. I may, I may decide to do other tests to be sure the child and the parent are complying with their inhaler use. And just to, to also make sure that they have the right knowledge to be able to deal with asthma. You know, as I speak with you, one of the main takeaways from this conversation is that, you know, children have been being born for a millennia. And while each child is, of course, unique, biologically, they go through many of the same developmental changes. And so, you know, why not, like you said, set that good foundation for health, see a pediatrician often, and really leverage a lot of the learnings to set them up for success in the future. Is is that a fair statement? It's a very fair statement. You're actually very accurate with that statement. I would just add a tweak to that statement. Now, while we know that every child, I would say every child is as far as the children, their children, anatomically, they may be different. In other words, their body makeup and the environment may be different. But the risk factors are the same, like you rightly said. But you know what's different? The response of the parents or how much the parents know. And so that's where he has pediatricians to say, okay, how much do you know? How much do you, how much can I let you, how much can I tell you? What do you need from me? The responsibility is on us as parents and as doctors, the pediatricians to equip the parents. And like you rightly said, people have been having children for years. And if we understand these risk factors, if I can communicate it to one of my patient's moms to say, hey, if we can avoid this, if we can do better with the way we eat, if we can do better with the way he's exposed to all these allergies considering his history of eczema, then I think we can actually do better at making him healthier despite this chronic illness. So an understanding from on both sides and as well as education and communication and compliance really goes a long way. Those are the responses that we love from our parents. Because when we see that as pediatricians, we can always identify when something goes wrong, we can always identify, hey, this is what happened here. You didn't take this medication at the right time. This diet is not working for you. Your blood pressure is getting higher. What is the reason it's doing that? You've got a speech issue. Have you been reading to the child? How often have you been reading to the child? So those are the things we assess because we want to modify those risks for that child. But it has to be on a periodic and on a periodic basis. And they've got to be compliant with that. Yeah. So the visit is just as important for the parents as it is for the child because of that educational aspect, right? Like, I'm assuming that when you go in there, you're basically empowering them with this knowledge around how to care properly for the child and the things that they should look out for. Is that correct? Correct. You're very correct. I tell students that I precept sometimes and I say, you know what, pediatrics is so unique because sometimes you often deal with both parent and child. Okay, you got to be able to know how to communicate with a parent. If I have a 15-year-old in the clinic, I'm probably going to communicate with him very well if there's no health issues with that child. But if I have a one-month-old, all I have is the mother and what I see with my exam. So as pediatricians, our role is so unique and so awesome and so exciting because we, we get that communication. We get to talk with the parent. And so you got to listen very well. You have to keenly observe. And you and I know, you know, being parents, our children are key priorities. So as much as we can keep them healthy, they want to. And so parents already come to the clinic ready to hear, ready to say, okay, what am I going to do? 
And so that role as pediatrician is a very honorable role, but very vital in the life of that child and that family. Absolutely. And there's also the relationship piece of it. You know, like when you see a child regularly, I imagine that you develop a relationship with not only them, but their parents. And it helps you get a clearer picture of their health and improve the care you deliver. Is that correct? (laughs) You're so correct. You're very correct. You know, I've had, talking about that relationship, I've had kids, you know, come to me and show me pictures. Hey, Dr. Yemi, this was my quintessera. This was what I did now. It's birthday. They show pictures. They're open to do that. And then on my side, I try to remember. I try to remember some detail about the, the social life. I try to remember some detail that they told me in the past. And so that even garners more desire to want to be a part of the family. You know, being part of the family, what I mean is as part of their health family. Me and my team, the nurse, the medical assistant, and the patient, we're part of that family as far as the health is concerned. And so when the parent walks in and says, oh, she remembered this, she remembered that. And then, you know, you can never go out of the pediatrician's office without getting, you know, a treat. Of course Now, not. I don't give candy, okay? But we give stickers and we give toys. We, I got a whole treasure box of goodies. And that also helps build that relationship. Well, especially with a child on that one. But it's not without saying when you see somebody or something over and over, you definitely establish something. And how good you establish it depends on how you communicate and how you educate that parent or that patient. So, Dr. Amirawano, just before we close here today, there's something that I always like to ask. You know, given all of your years of experience as a pediatrician, you've probably seen, you know, potentially even hundreds of children and and parents, what is one thing that you know to be true that you wish more parents knew before they came to see you? Wow. (laughs) That's a big question. What do I wish more parents knew? I think one of the things I wish more parents knew was exactly what the role of the pediatrician is and that just coming to the clinic to see a regular doctor is beyond vaccines. Because I feel when that's as far as the care for their child, I feel when they understand why the child doctor is that's what the pediatrician is a child doctor, when they understand all the things we're here to do for the child, it makes them more compliant to the visits. It makes them open to the tools that we have to offer. And when they do understand that, it goes beyond vaccines. Vaccines are super important, of course. But that care that we give goes beyond vaccines. We're trying to establish a foundation for the child. I, I, I wish most parents would know that because I, an understanding of that drives, it, it drives the parent's interest, even more so in the health of their child. You know, I can't tell you how many times that I, I, that knowledge drives how parents approach a child's growth, you know, how he's growing at two years old, he's doing this, he's doing that. And then when he feels, okay, he's not doing this, they know straight away, I need to see my child's doctor, you know, and it's not just, oh, he's six months, it's time for shots. It really goes beyond that. And that's what I, I wish most parents understood, that we're here as pediatricians to listen, to observe and to communicate, you know, with that child and with them. I'm really glad you touched on that point because I feel that for many parents, it's just a box to check, right? Like they, like you said, they 
want to potentially take their child in to maybe get a vaccine when they're not realizing that it's a relationship that you're building over the course of potentially many years that is going to really set that foundation of health for your child's success in life to come. And so I'm really glad that you covered that point. And I've really enjoyed our conversation today. Thank you so much for your time. Well, thank you so much, um, Mr. Chandra. I appreciate the opportunity, and I, I hope I was able to answer some of your questions at least. <laughs> thank Absolutely you. Absolutely, you were. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your time again, Dr. Amirawanu. That was Dr. Yemisi Amirawanu, a pediatrician with Regional One Health. Dr. Amirawanu sees patients at Hollywood Primary Care. For an appointment, you can call 901-515-5500. Thanks for making one-on-one with regional health part of your journey to better health. Join us next time as we cover another topic to keep you on a path for a healthier tomorrow. Stay well.